Hey, welcome to the Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. If you don't get up here and preach, I'm about to run up to your tablet and <laughs> come on, put your hands together for Pastor Marsha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can somebody bless the Lord tonight? Can somebody bless the Lord tonight? Come on, God has been good to you. Come on, come on. God has been more than good to you. I dare you to, to release a thank you praise. Come on, come on, come on. I dare you to release a thank you. I thank you. I thank you for waking me up. I thank you for giving me the air on my lungs. I thank you because I made it to the house of God. I thank you. 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 I thank you because I should have been dead, but I am here. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel God in this place. I feel God in this place. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. God is going to speak to some people tonight. So are you ready to listen to the word of God? I want to first congratulate my sister Karina Mercado for that special word earlier come on and give it up for Karina those that were in the Spanish service uh, Karina places a very special place in my heart she know she has known me since I was like 11 years old um, and she has not changed but the Karina that you see is the one that I met several years ago um, but she has really been my mentor and has poured so much into me. So I acknowledge you, Karina, and I honor you today. And I'm, I pray that God can continue to use you in a special way. Amen. 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 Let us get to the word of God. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. We're going to read a couple of verses. Matthew chapter 9, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 through 13. The Bible says, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our debts. And we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not in temptation, to, into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. It is word of God. So today, our theme is kingdom come. Kingdom come. I want you to look at your neighbor and look at them and say kingdom come kingdom come the definition of kingdom means a country a state or a territory that is ruled by a king or a queen there is a spiritual definition that says that the spiritual reign or the authority of God and so when we, we think about the 
word kingdom probably brings us back to a memory in biology class uh, because there is six kingdoms of life. Uh, even plants, animals, protists, fungi, bacteria, all of these are found under the six kingdoms of life. They're categor categorized in six of them. Not only do we think about kingdom when it comes down to biology, but we also think about the actual place, the United Kingdom, a physical place here on earth. And this kingdom is divided into several different countries. And right now as we speak, we have the Queen Elizabeth II in which she has ruled for nearly seven decades. It is her territory, her rules, her way. Because she is the queen of the United Kingdom. But today I did not speak to you or want to give you a biology lesson. Nor did I come to give you a history lesson. But I came to speak to you about the greatest kingdom of it all. And that is the kingdom of God. See, it is a kingdom that we cannot physically see, but it is the most powerful kingdom that you should know of. This kingdom is unshakable. This kingdom is unstoppable. It is a kingdom that is uncompromised, and no one can outrule the ruler, which is Jesus Christ. He is the King of kings, and he is the Lord of lords. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is, he is, he is, he is. He has all dominion and he has all authority. And the kingdom of God trumps every earthly kingdom. There is no other kingdom like the kingdom of heaven. And so in Matthew chapter 6, going to take you on a little journey. And in this passage, it's interesting to know that the title of this passage just prayer tell somebody it all begins with prayer it all begins with prayer and so Jesus is having a conversation with his disciples and in verse 5 it says and when you pray do not be like the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others it's interesting to know that Jesus starts off by saying and when you pray which means that it's not a suggestion it's not an advice but it is a command and so today I came to speak to some people that know that prayer is not an option but prayer is a requirement in this daily walk with Christ if you consider yourself as a disciple of Jesus Christ you know that prayer is like air to you you need to pray when you wake up in the morning you gotta pray before you eat you gotta pray bible says to pray without ceasing which means pray without stopping an unstoppable church is a church that doesn't stop praying an unstoppable church is a church that doesn't stop praying. And when you pray when things go well, but you also pray when things go bad. You pray when you are healed, but you also pray when you're in the middle of sickness. I came to speak to somebody today that know the power of prayer. I'm a living testimony that prayer still works. 
the next verse says, truly, I tell you that they have received their reward in full. Don't worry about them, disciples. I'm going to take care of them. But when you pray, you're going to go into your room. You're going to close the door. And you're going to pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you in public. And I'm here to remind somebody today. And I felt this so heavily in my spirit this week. That what you've been praying and you've been seeking God for, God is about to reward you in public. That spouse that you're waiting for, that healing that you're waiting for, that, that, that children that is lost, God is saying, I'm reminding you that there is still power in prayer. And in my time, I will reward you, says the Lord. I will reward you in public. So keep seeking God. Keep seeking God. Keep seeking God. Keep seeking seeking God because in two no time baby God is going to show out in your life yeah there's prayer requests that you've been praying and praying and praying and praying and you're like God what is it that you're going to answer me when 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 is it going to be my breakthrough God is saying in due timing my daughter and my son I will reward you, not in secret, but I will reward you in public. Oh, I will re somebody better receive that prophetic word. God is about to reward you in public. And when he rewards you in public, I will be rejoicing with you. I will be clapping my hands and I'll be like, there you go, there you go. She got her healing. She got her breakthrough. Then his son and daughter came back to church. Jesus is saying, listen, I need your intentions to pray. Gotta be right. You gotta be right. You gotta be right. You can't just pray just to pray. But your intentions gotta be right. So now that I can teach you how to pray, now that I got your intention out of the way, now I can teach you how to pray. And he says, basically the Lord's Prayer. It's the most famous prayer that you would probably ever hear of. Many people use it in a moment of survival. Our Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Some people, some families uh, uh, say it before they're about to eat or in Christmas and in Easter. And it's these special moments. But this prayer, it has nothing to do about religion. It has nothing to do about you, sing, you saying it for just a special moment. But this prayer should be transformational to your life. And he says, and this is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name can't ask for anything before not recognizing who God is. When you pray, the first thing that you got to do is recognize that he is God. That he is the Lord of lords and he is the king of kings. And, 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 and probably for some of us, it's easy to praise. It's easy to bless the name of the Lord. It comes natural to us. Says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And it says, give us today our daily bread. We want the provision of God. 
Has anybody been, has ever been a witness that God has provided for you? Amen. That in the moments where you're like, how am I going to eat today? And God says, bam, and blesses you with groceries. And then all of a sudden provision comes from left to right. I'm a living testimony that God is a provider. Forgive us for our debts. We want to ask God for forgiveness because we fail him on the daily basis. Nobody here is perfect. And on a daily basis, we must learn how to repent. Not only that, but we need to forgive those that hurt us. Forgive those that mistreat us. Forgive those that talk back about us. We need to understand that just as Christ has forgiven them, he will forgive you as well. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil. We want to be protected by the evil one. We want to be protected by the devil himself and his enemy. We, we, we know that his protection is real. But God really ministered to me and my spirit in the time, in the verse where it says, your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I think that this verse for some of us is easier said than done. Because it says, your kingdom come. Which means you invite God to reign. A kingdom is that a territory over which a king reigns. And you cannot say your kingdom come if you, not, if you have not given him permission to reign. Because reign means to take authority. It means to take power and to take control. And some of us will sing this song. And some of us will recite this Bible verse. Let heaven come. Let, you, let your kingdom come. But we have yet to give him access to our lives. But yet we still speak the way that we want to speak. We still act the way that we want to act. We don't want to let go of that relationship that God told us to cut it out five months ago. But yet we still do what we want to do. But we saying, your kingdom come. Your kingdom come means, God, I give you access. All of me, I give it to you. And I give you permission to reign. Queen Elizabeth rules over the United Kingdom. But when she comes to the United States, she can't do nothing. Why? Because she don't have permission. She doesn't have permission. And for some of you, God don't have permission. He has half of you. He has some areas of you. But he don't have all of you. And today my question to you is. Is God reigning in your life? Who you allow to rule will determine your actions. Observe someone's behavior. And he will tell you who reigns in their life. But when we say your kingdom come, it says, God, you have full access to my life. I give you the keys to my life. I even give you the spare keys of my life. 
and I give it all to you, God. I give you those areas in my life that nobody knows about, that you don't like to talk about, the ugly side of me. God says, I want to reign in that area. There's people in this place that your past has you messed up. Your past, your past, your past. What they did to you, what happened to you when you were a child. And God says, I want to reign, I want to reign, I want to reign in your life. But I need your permission. asking you do I have your permission do I have your permission to reign in your life for real for real I want access to all of you not parts of me but everything says your kingdom come and your will be done when you give God permission to reign it's easy for you to say your will be done in my life because a person that doesn't have the Lord reigning in their life you will always fight with the will of God when you don't know Who's in control over your life? You are constantly going to be in battle. Battle, 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 battle mode. Because it is your will against his will. Your will against his will. But when you have God reigning in your life, your will becomes his will. And his will becomes your will. My question to you is, what do you do when you find yourself in a season of your life where you fight against the will of God? When you want to do it, you want to make that step, but you know that it's not God. There is two wills in this life. You have the permissible will. And you have the absolute will. Permissible will is that God will allow you to do what you need to do, what you want to do. And he allows it. But the absolute will of God is his eternal will for you. And some of us are in the permissible will of God. And we're thinking that it's his will, but it's not. Just because he allowed it to happen doesn't mean it was his intention to happen. Saul was by the people, was chosen by the people. People wanted a king. God said, all right, I'm going to give you Saul. But the absolute will of God was for David to reign. And look how Saul turned out. Evil. 
jealous. And if, it's interesting to know that at the end of the day, David still reigned. No matter how many times you want to fight with the will of God, God's saying, I'm chasing after you. My love is chasing after you. You can run, but you can't hide from me because I see everything. I'm everywhere. So you can go to Africa if you want to. You can go to Hawaii if I want you, but I'm going to find you there. Say that kingdom come and your will be done. Nothing catches you by surprise. <laughs> Sickness doesn't catch you by surprise. Disease does not catch you by surprise. Finances doesn't catch you by surprise. Nothing catches you by surprise. I was telling my husband this week, I said, yo, it's like every week God is just giving us a problem, problem, problem. And I was like, you know what? They're not problems. They're opportunities. So that God can be glorified. So that God's name can be glorified. And it says, on earth as it is in heaven. Because in heaven, there is no war. There is no sickness. There is no sorrows. There's no division in heaven. But in heaven, there is peace. In heaven, there is peace. In heaven, there is worship. There is communion. Colossians 3.15 says, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. That is why it's so important for us to say, God, on earth as it is in heaven, because if there's ever a time where we need heaven on earth, it's now. If there's ever a time where we need heaven, we need peace, we need worship, it's now. So I think that when we read this passage, that kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's not only a song that we sing, but it should be transformation. It's time to go back to my covenant with you, says the Lord. I kept hearing the word covenant, 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 covenant. I'm making my covenant with you. And when I make my covenant with you, I reign. It's time for the church to declare, let heaven come. Let heaven come to our lives. Let heaven come in our churches. Let heaven come in our community. And let heaven come in this nation. In this nation, God, we need you. We need you. We need you. We need you to reign. I need my intercessors to go and start praying right now. Let your kingdom come, God. Let your kingdom come, Jesus. We need 
you, Jesus. Our schools need you, Jesus. Our children need you, Jesus. The White House needs you, Jesus. Let your kingdom come, Lord. Let your will be done, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We need you, Lord. And we cancel every plan of the enemy. We cancel every plan of the enemy. We cancel every scheme of the enemy now in the name of Jesus. God, bring back the prayers to the schools, Lord. Shake this nation. Shake this nation. Shake this nation, Lord. Shake us. Shake us, Jesus. Rebo shata, rebo bochoto, irebe besheite, rokondo rebo bashata, rekende rebe besheite, irobo bochoto, rokondo, irebe besheite, rokondo rebo shata, rebo shata, rekende, irobo bochoto, rekende, irobo bochoto, rokondo, irebe besheite. church stand up let the church stand up and we are not ashamed of the gospel because the gospel is power to those that hear it every knee will pound and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Christ, that Jesus still reigns, that Jesus has all the authority. children the enemy even the education they're the teachers and and what their stuff is putting on tv and even on youtube we can't show this demonic attack of the enemy in the name of jesus Hold 
your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. Listen, the altar is open. The altar is open. The altar is open. I need the intercessors to come. If you need prayer, come on, we're here for you. We're here for you. If you need to let God rule in your life again, this is the opportunity. We decline the kingdom. The kingdom. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God.
their position in the kingdom not in the position position in the church no 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 no, no. the position in the kingdom i'm talking about the spiritual realm watch the church take their position in the spiritual realm we will see we will see we will see we will see miracles signs wonders
I'm real, I'm real, I'm real, I'm real, I'm real. I am real, I am real, I am real, I am real, and I'm gonna reveal myself to you. Show you that I am. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the family. 